coming up on the Building a Coaching Culture podcast. If you think about just like grinding and driving ahead, you're not necessarily going to be successful unless you had a good vision, you're making bold moves, mm-hmm. and make sure that your effort is moving you forward in some way and you're not just driving into a brick wall. You're listening to the Building a Coaching Culture podcast. If you need to compete and win in the 21st century labor market as an employer of choice, this podcast is for you. Each week, we share leadership development, coaching, and culture development insights from leading experts who are developing world-class cultures in their own organizations. And now, here's your host, J.R. Flatter. Welcome back, everybody. I'm J.R. Flatter. And as usual, I'm here with Rose Lee and Lucas. Hey, everyone. Today, we're talking about drive. Like all of the enabling characteristics, there's a little bit of contest here. Does it belong in the house? We think it does. And hopefully, by the time we're done with this session, you'll think so as well. So here we are on our journey. We talked about boldness last time. Are you a bold, courageous leader, a bold, courageous coach? Hopefully you've continued your journaling, keeping your significant other in the conversation with you, found a leader that you considered especially bold and had a conversation with them, and then finally rounded out your week with a conversation with your coach. We're well into the house now. We've got four characteristics to go. By now, you should have a pretty good, clear vision, good understanding what your work family self should look like. You're working towards that if you're not balanced already. Where are you on the TCE continuum and sharpening your principles every day and demonstrating them? We've got four characteristics to go, including this session. So you should have a pretty good vision where you're going for the next 30 years of your life and how you're going to get there. So work family self, you're working towards a balance if you're not already balanced. In your TCE, you know where you are on that continuum and where you need to be to achieve your vision and principles sharpening your principles, communicating them, but especially demonstrating them. All right. Another Robert Frost poem. You know, I thought long and hard about getting rid of this, but I just love it so much because it so, for me, epitomizes drive. Not sure what others take away from this poem, but I sure take away responsibility, enjoyable acts, being driven. Uh, The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. So for me, Frost is telling me, yeah, you can have fun, enjoy yourself, but you also have responsibilities, and you have to find the energy, the power, the boldness, the courage to go achieve those responsibilities. And ultimately, our 30-year vision is miles to go before we sleep. Any thoughts on drive or frost or anything before we head into the session? I guess it makes me think of, you know, like if you're looking at different things that you can do in a given day or like in a plan, there's like the short-term gains and the long-term gains. And so drive is kind of like keeping in mind like the long-term gains can be just as rewarding, but you're going to have to you know work towards it. Maybe this is more of like my Gen Z perspective, but... I feel like this enabling characteristic is hugely attached to mental health in a way for me because of the fact that 
a lot of this has to do with creating a positive self-identity for yourself mm-hmm. and therefore telling yourself like positive self-perceptions. We talk about how debilitating those negative self-perceptions are sometimes. And so I think really reinforcing that positive self-talk will really help you. This one is such a personal enabling characteristic, mm. I think. It's really about taking care of yourself and recognizing at the end of the day that in the words of Brianna West, who wrote The Mountain Is You, that the mountain is you. Your drive is all about how you're taking care of yourself. So that's kind of my thoughts with this one. Yeah, I love that. I've never put those two in the same thought before. But that's what you do as a coach, right? You help people put thoughts together in their minds. And I'm reminded of Lucas as well, because Lucas is a marathon runner. And I'm sure at about mile 21, you're thinking, I have miles to go before I sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And you just keep going, right? And eventually you're there. Yeah, you try to make a fantasy world for yourself where you're just sitting and resting. (laughs) When I did something like that, I keep promising myself at different milestones, right? In life and in running. So I'm an amateur statistician. I got a background in statistical analysis. The idea of an average is very part of my world, very part of statistics. You hear people talking about averages all the time. It's actually one of the worst statistics you could ever use because everything's hidden in the average. You don't know what the standard deviation is. You don't know anything other than that single number. But an average does tell us that half of the world is below and half of the world is above the average, whatever it is you're counting. And so however you define success in your life to be above average, it's probably part of that definition. And so therefore, it's just simple math that to get there, you're probably going to have to contribute more than the person who's below average. And that's where drive comes in, because drive makes up for everything else, time, space, logistics. But there's also, as Rosalie said, a need to balance for mental health, physical health, This is the end of the week for us, and it's been a long week, and I found myself really dragging yesterday because it had been such a long week, and I wasn't taking care of self. So you have to be mindful, and I know that's a bit of paradox. We're telling you, in one sense, work, family, self, and in another sense, telling you you have to be driven to break out. It's your vision. It's your work, family, self. It's your TCE, your principles. And if one of your principles is that you want to break out And that's what you identify as, as James Clear tells us in Atomic Habits. You're probably going to have to contribute above average. I see you nodding your head, both you, Lucas and Rosalie. What are your thoughts? I think just like intuitively too, like when you're at the beginning of like a journey or you're trying to learn a new skill, that drive needs to be really strong at the beginning because you're kind of investing and you're seeing like compound results of your investment. So if you can have like drive, like when you're learning a skill, maybe you can kind of ease back and that can give you balance. Like I don't need to always be learning five different things. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just I'm driven on this one thing right now. Making the journey just more simple, I feel like makes it a, a lot more, you have more endurance to to get through the entire journey. So I, I would completely agree there too. Yeah, as I listen to you, I'm reminded of rowing crew. When you're rowing crew, the coxswain is telling you faster, faster, just what he or she needs you to do. And at times, even in a race, especially in a race, the coxswain will say power 10, and you have to row 10 strokes absolutely as hard as you can. And you might ask yourself, well, I'm already in a race, and I'm rowing 100% 
to win, how could I possibly give a power 10? But it's there. It's because your body, your mind is limiting your output because it's not sustainable, right? A 5,000 meter race, you couldn't do power 10s for a 5,000 meter race. And life is the same way. Life sometimes asks us for a power 10. And if you want to achieve that vision, you got to give it. If you don't want to, then that's your vision. That's your work, family, self, your life, your principles. This is a very personal, all of these are, but especially this one. And I'd like to point out the absence of some drive is normalcy. Part of uh, the theory of regression analysis, it sounds very fancy, but all it means is nature tends to come back to the average. That's what an average is. So most people are coupled around that average. And the people who break out are, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. Yeah, I won't. I'll just say they're exceptional. So you're going to have people on your team that are normal. We celebrate them. We reward them for their achievements. Drive most often separates the excellent from the average. Kind of hinted at this, but I wanted to say it out loud. If you do want to break out of that mean, and this is a theme of drive for me anyway, you got to break out and your drive's going to get you there. We all have 24 hours in a day. We all get to build our own house of leadership. Are you driven to those 30-year goals? And you're going to do something every day to get you a step closer. Just part of the reality of life. So part of our definition of a courageous leader, courageous coach, contributing sustained inputs that are consistently multiple times greater than merely the average. So you're not going to break out by a single power 10. You're going to be rowing for most of your life near 100% taking time purposefully to rest, recover, and then get back in the boat and row some more. Again, it's a very personal decision. It's why we ask you to bring your significant others. You may very well need to have a giant W in your life for a long, long time. And are you and those who matter to you willing and able to do that? So let me ask a question instead of just uh, leaving an open chalkboard. I see a lot of buzz in social media almost with a negative connotation to something like this. And we talk about sustaining our mental health. We talk about having work-family self-balance with a greater focus than the 20th century here in the 21st century on family and self. What are your thoughts as a millennial and a Gen Z? I was actually thinking about this, but then, you know, when you asked, it kind of jogged my memory, like, I think the negative perception is a lot of times like it can get discounted your drive. Like we can think about it as like an equalizer. Like you could be born with this level of athletic talent or intelligence or this or that. But drive can make, you know, the less intelligent person more successful than than that person. So I think that you have to kind of believe in the power of like your own personal agency and If you kind of look at like, okay, these are the circumstances that I'm currently in. And so like the drive might not have a purpose from that perspective. Yeah, there's been a lot of this talk on social media, like with quiet quitting. And we've been talking about it recently too. I think it comes down to everyone builds their house of leadership and everyone gets to decide. And some may decide to, as soon as their nine to five ends, then that's their personal time and they're engaging and just relaxing or whatever they choose to do. And then for other people, it might be, hey, this is the time that I can get ahead. This is the time that 
I can work ahead on the stuff that I have in front of me and feel better prepared for potentially the next week ahead or, or things like that. So I don't know. There's a lot of talk right now with the quiet quitting phenomenon, but I do think it boils down to everyone has their own house of leadership. Yeah. What I keep coming back to is somebody has to be the CEO. And so somebody's house of leadership and their vision principles and all the other components leads them toward that house of leadership. Somebody trying to break out of poverty, somebody trying to educate their children. They are going to be one of those driven people. Somebody's house has to be that house. And for some of us, that's the one we've chosen. All right. As a coach, as a leadership developer, as a mentor, I can't make you driven. It is an internal thing that comes from within. It can be a blessing and a curse because if you are driven to the point of exhaustion, it's not good for you. It destroys your health, not getting enough sleep. We have to be very mindful. Is this drive sustainable? And if it's not, how do I build a work family self that is sustainable? Mentoring, coaching can help ignite that spark, but you have to be the one that decides, hey, I'm going to make this happen. Neither good nor bad, just is. And when I think of drive, I most often think of Thomas Edison. We know him as the inventor of the light bulb and several other things. Lived well into his 80s and he had. 2,000 patents during his lifetime. You think the average human being has zero, but if you get one in a lifetime, it's a significant accomplishment. He had 2,000 of them from the age of 21 until into his 80s. His final patent was in his 80s. Imagine sustaining that level of drive over 60 years. But what a lot of people don't know about the light bulb is the one that worked was the thousandth bulb. I can imagine this conversation between Tom and his wife when he comes home. Hey, how'd your day go? Yeah, it didn't work. The hundredth day. Yeah, it didn't work. The 500th day. Hey, baby, how how was your day today? Uh, I doubt it's his wife called him baby. Yeah, it didn't work. And then the 999th time Tom comes home for dinner and the light bulb didn't work. You're thinking, you know, who the heck is going to keep doing this? But then, right, the thousandth time. Hey, how was your day, Tom? I can imagine the celebration. So that is my historical example of drive. As always, the developmental conversations are the same. Keep journaling. If you miss a point every, every once in a while, no big deal. If you haven't started yet, it's not too late. Your significant other, this is especially important because there has to be a partnership here in deciding what is sufficient drive to get us where we want to go. Find a driven leader that is healthily driven and have a conversation with them. And then finally, as you round out your week, meet with your coach and talk about what does drive look like for him or her? What does drive look like for you? What should it be? Any party thoughts on drive as we head out the door? I'm just keep on going back to the other characteristics and how they can kind of work in tandem Mm -hmm. with us. Because If you think about just like grinding and driving ahead, you're not necessarily going to be successful unless you had a good vision, you're making bold moves. Mm -hmm. And and so like make sure that your effort is moving you forward in some way and you're not just driving into a brick wall, I guess. Yeah, good point. Yep. All right. We'll see you in the next session. Thanks for being with us. Well, that concludes this episode of Building a Coaching Culture. I truly hope that this episode was helpful to you. If it was, 
Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe stop and give us a rating or a review and share this podcast with someone who might find it helpful as well. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.